So, welcome to the No Shame Podcast. Um, I think this week belongs to the UFC for sure. It was uh, amazing to see the, the idea of the island kicking off. Um, so many questions leading up to that. Um, and I have to say, the UFC deserve a round of applause for, for putting off what they did because um, I think everybody was against them uh, on getting that thing going. And, and, and for them to do it uh, above the odds is, uh, is amazing. Um, some of the fights that, that were lined up as well were probably some of the best... Uh, I won't say the best fights that I've seen, but definitely some of the best cards or the better our cards that we've seen in a long time. Um, I think the, the cherry on the cake was definitely um, Masvidal having to jump in last minute there and, and do the, um, the the main event. And hats off to the man because uh, the, the hype was definitely behind him. There's not a lot of fighters out there that can uh, move the needle, but um, Masvidal is definitely one of them. Great to see somebody that's been around for so long in the sport as well. Um getting that experience because um what he did the other night being able to just jump in for five five minute rounds and um to be able to to to, to be calm and, and 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 just go through them like uh, the guys fought the in the playboy mansion um the fight for the troops so many different kind of uh situations where he just jumped for it um i think that's what makes him a fan favorite definitely makes him um one of my one of my um likable fighters the last little while so um yeah, I have to say, hats off to the UFC, as how they pulled that off. When you're looking at some of the videos, I was looking at some of uh, Paul Rimmer's Instagram, some um, Molly McCann, um, James Doolin, um, uh, who we had on last week. And you can see it was actually an unfortunate result for um, uh, Danny Henry, but um, an amazing result for uh, Macwan, which is a, a really cool guy. Um, I don't know if we've had Macwan actually as a guest, but um, I'm going to work on that. Uh, we actually spoke about the submission that um, Danny gets caught in. So um, he gets caught in a, like a, an anaconda choke from the side. Macwan is an absolute specialist in this. So I think anybody that's ever trained with Macwan has definitely had to tap to this or, um, or um, scramble to give up position for something because um, he gets this choke so well. I actually only watched it again this morning and it's the details, the way he does it, it's, it's one of them things that is it, it's his thing. So... Uh, if anybody anybody that's a grappler or a fan of the show that, that trains will know that um, everybody gets that one thing there's always that one annoying guy in the room that um, that knows that that, that submission and you know if he gets that position that you're, you're going to have to submit <clears throat> um, I don't think people, some people were happy with the, the, the Masvidal fight to be honest I think um, uh, Yuzumar being able to do what he did as well is that takes a long time it brings the, the saying to my head uh, you see people kind of Oh, it was boring. Why didn't they stay? They stand and bang, bro. And why didn't they? Um, I, after about, I think when you're spending uh, ten to fifteen years in a gym to learn how to to not get hit and learn how to 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 be able to control somebody else is struggling. <laughs> a great saying is that. Imagine trying to throw somebody that's trying to throw you. Uh, so just because somebody weighs uh, one hundred seventy pounds, um. They're not. Uh, when they're resisting and they're pushing around, that way he changes. And to be able to go with the flow, as they say, I think Yuzumar deserves the, 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 the nod for that one and the, and the hats off. Um, and and Masvidal was, was, was humble in defeat as well. Tail of the tape there, I think, was the, was the fakes from Yuzumar and being able to get to the, the, the clinch position and push um, Yuz, um, Masvidal up against the fence. And, and the toe shots. If you have not experienced a toe shot in your life, be Jesus, you need to figure out one out. So, um, probably got stomped on over a hundred times. I'd say. Uh, I like to see a picture of his uh, his feet today. Probably the, the weirdest request from anybody, but um, I want to see a picture of his feet. 
Um, another fight that um, kind of kind of broke my heart as well is the, the Jose Aldo fight. So Jose Aldo and uh, uh, Peter Yan, um, which is an, it, it's been an incredible the last little while. Um, it, it definitely is a younger man's game, the, the, the fight game. I think, and I think even when the mental aspect is coming into it now, um, it's even it's even getting younger again. So uh, when you have that maturity, you have the idea of being able to to bring that with you into there. It's a it, it, we can see that it's starting to work for the younger guys and. Uh, which is amazing as well because there's I don't think I don't think uh, MMA should be a career that you're doing for ten to fifteen years. I think it's something that um as one guy said, get in, get out. You know what I mean? Get rich, get out. Um, Masvidal certainly packed up a plane full of money with the, that one there. I think he he learned the, the negotiation skills in that one. That was his um his kind of final stripe on his belt uh, after so many long, so long in the company where he's actually had to graduate from the, uh, the negotiations. Um, as I touched on there, Josie Aldo and Pia Yan, really good fight. I think we seen that little spell, and uh, I think everyone, I think everybody was behind Jose Aldo because, uh, like, let's be let's face it, he's an old lion, and, and nobody likes to see. It. I don't think, I don't think an old lion should go out like that, where um, people get to see a young lion um, uh, taking him out. I don't. I think, I think that uh, the that the, the the time where Connor got the, the victory over Josie Aldo. Probably would have been where uh, Josie Allo should have started thinking about uh, maybe hanging up the gloves. But um, I've said it here before, and I say it again: whatever gets you into that cage keeps you in that cage. Um, it's, it's your friends and your family that should be grabbing you by the ears and dragging you out at that stage. Because um, I don't know about you, but nobody wants to see that. I don't. I don't want to see um, a, a legend, an absolute um, a, a stalwart of the sport, being uh, being 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 finished like that. I think. Um, I think there was a shot in that fight that people didn't really notice, um, and which which I'm surprised that uh, Michael Bisbing and the, the other commentators didn't notice it either because uh, he gets caught with he gets caught with a really really bad shot, but it's not in the it's not in the chin. Um, I thought the, the the commentators would have caught it because I, I seen it straight away. So um, when 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 Jose Aldo goes in for the takedown, he kind of fails the takedown, and um, which was weird to see Jose Aldo going for the takedown as well, wasn't it? Um, and. That little spell of that leg kick as well. Oh, I was, I was, I was excited. I think I was nearly asleep, and then I was back up on my feet. I was at when Jose Allo started putting the leg kicks in, but the man still has it in the leg kick department. Uh, another example of somebody that has that thing. Um, but anyway, when he shot in, going for the takedown, um, Pia Yan kind of pushed him off from well, not even sprawled, but kind of pushed him off him, and Jose Allo ended up in guard, um, in open guard. Um, Pia came in to land some ground and pound you could see he's kind of going for the forward and he picks up that big one and Jose goes up high so I think it's the it's the old high low isn't it um, so goes high and Jan goes to his belly so he hits him with a nice shot in the in the, in the belly um, Jose's coach actually knows this is a true uh, thing but uh, it was definitely one that I seen I was surprised that I was. I think he was saved with a bell there for sure because uh, I think that, that that would have been one of them um it would have been an experienced shot that you would have seen Jose Aldo getting um, taken out with if you must. Um, I think that uh, the experience of being able to get to that position, be panicky and uh, uh, pretend to hear him, see the hands come up and then go to the body, it, it just shows that maturity that I was talking about in the younger fighters coming up there. Um, and obviously, Tug Rose, you'd have to give her a, a hats off or uh, her own. <laughs> show of heart as well her eye looked like it was going to fall out what a black eye <laughs> coming out of that fight but another another absolute warrior was that was there able to in them circumstances as well I, I, I'd i say that has to be weird that has to be a weird situation um, 
going out to the island and, and doing the, the, the quarantine and all in between because um, I know for a fact that even the staying in the room part, that, that would freak me out. Uh, I had to stay in the room for the ultimate fire and I wrote it in my book and I have to say, <laughs> being forced to stay in a hotel is is not a good situation. It's a, it really, being, being in the room and, and being not able to leave at that stage was kind of gave me, I think it was two or three days that we did um, kind of puts my heart out with those as well when, when you heard about the situations with hotels in this country but um, I was in a, a privileged absolute perfect situation and I still found it really really uncomfortable it wasn't my home um, and, and not being able to leave straight away I don't know that little rebel inside me or something must have been scratching the girl out but when I was told I wasn't allowed to leave the room um, yeah that freaked me out even more uh, I, th- I think I saw, I saw a sh- thought I saw it, seen that shining through a little bit for, for some of the fighters as well, but uh, it definitely makes it all the sweeter and all the, the stranger when they're telling their grandkids and them 30 years from now what it was like to go, get flown out to an island and, and basically take part in like Kim Yute or, or um, uh, Kickboxer. When I was a kickboxer, a blood sport, blood sport, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually mentioned that uh, film last week as well. So if you haven't seen Blood Sport um, and you are a UFC fan, Get your ass down to the video shop or on the Netflix or something like that and go and see it. Um, <clears throat> another thing that happened this week, heartbreaking news, um, an absolute legend uh, left us, uh, Jack Charlton. Um, Jack Charlton was probably the, 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 the greatest Irish um, manager that we've ever had for, for the Republic of Ireland football team. Um, some amazing um, memories that that man gave us um, with the team and, and, and some of the, the, the sharpest one-liners that you would ever get. Um, with condolences um, and with his family and with his, um, his children because it's... It, he, I, it ha- I lost my words there, but it, it has to be... I won't say a pleasure, but it has to be like um, an honourable moment to be able to look at somebody praise one of your family members or, or or look look up to them the way people look up to Jack Charlton. So let's face it, Jack Charlton was um was was one of the guys in this nation that I think if you if you've seen the clips um of the the ninety four World Cup and the and the ninety you you automatically get this this energy in your body. It kind of it lifts you up, you know. Um I was I was six years of age, I think it was when when, when Ireland made it uh, as far as they did in the World Cup. Um, and when I tell people about this story, you swear that we won the World Cup. But uh, there's something there's something strange in the Irish fans um, when we go away, and and not only that, but when we're at home, um, there's a there's a there's a great part in the film that is the the van. We've mentioned it on this before. Uh, <laughs> um, it's Brendan O'Carroll, and you can even see someone like Brendan O'Carroll and um, Colin Meany, who's in that film as well, uh, going on to do absolute massive things. Um, is a great example of people believing in themselves. Um, Jack Charlton had that, I think, ability to be able to make people believe them in themselves, you know, with them little sayings like, put them under pressure, you know, like, um, or it's uh, it's going to be tough for us, but it's going to be tough for them too. Uh, little sayings like that, I know as, as a as a former athlete, that it can be one little thing like that that somebody puts in your head when you're on your way, and that's it. It doesn't matter who you're marking anymore. Um, and I think I think we need to get that back a little bit more, you know, Um. I am. Um, everybody. I think the whole world has its gloves on now, and are fighting in all different directions for all different things. And like, but I think it's important to be able to to believe and not and not miss the thing that we're we're, we're trying to we're trying to find. And and to me, it's what everybody wants. It's that um, it's that belonging and that and that that that, that happiness and the, that true happiness that's down in your heart. Um, to me, 
it's when someone does pull on, put them under pressure. <laughs> I was driving out to the studio today, and um, obviously I was I was I was thinking of the the, the segment that I wanted to say on Jack Turner because I wanted to try and make it as um as heartwarming and, and heartfelt as I as I as I could because he truly is somebody that even as a kid I remember um Packy Bono was my my, my favorite player. I was running around at six years of age and and I used to be screaming for the goalkeeper. And um, my family used to find it hilarious. But it's even thinking back at these times that you remember the times where it was just about just about being happy and about having having them people around you that you wanted to have you your your family members and um. And your dreams and your ambitions and all of that stuff that starts young. I remember the feeling it in my chest and um, I probably didn't wait for it on my shoulders at times the that 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 will to succeed, you know. Um I I don't see it as much anymore. I see it I see it around, but I don't see it as much as I used to anymore. Um I used to have I used to have friends who who were going to be Superman and then they they kept that they kept that belief until they were up to 12, 13 years of age and they realised that being Superman's actually a little bit harder than it looks. Um, I'm not saying that there is some Superman out there and some some people out there that do absolutely incredible uh, jobs in their communities and stuff like that. And they they are they are the people who um, I think some of these um, maybe these superheroes are made after. Um, so here's a little few tips. So yesterday what I did is and I've been doing it the last little while, uh, last few weeks, but um. I went out and swam again in the sea. Um, I know that this is everybody's doing that these days. I know that Dean Scurry is in um, is in court now at the moment, um, and he's fighting the case. Don't want to say too much about it because I haven't seen him say too much about it. So no doubt we'll get him on after this to be able to have a, a discussion about what's going on. But it's about saving them and stopping a, um, a sewage pipeline being uh, put into the sea again, which is um, I think it's all high, uh, close to High Rock is where um, they're doing it, but. Um, the relationship people have with the sea in Ireland, I think, is is absolutely incredible. Um, and all over the world, of course. But like, obviously, I get to witness the one in Ireland. But um, when when you go down to these little places and you go to swim and stuff like that, it's it's just this little community straight away. This little feeling of um, I don't know, classes don't matter. Nothing really matters anymore. Um, I was I was down swimming again yesterday, and I just love it. You just you just end up in conversation with people and um, you're floating in the sea having a conversation with somebody. I walked by somebody yesterday um, on the way back from my swim and um, I remember going down one night and, and, and having a conversation with this uh, man for about oh, seven or eight minutes in the sea, but it was just bobbing around and um, and not talking about anything really, just, um, just, just talking about, I can't even remember what we were talking about, absolute, probably crap to be honest. But, uh, and then I walked by him there yesterday and he's like, oh mate, how are you going? But that instant kind of human connection thing that I've been talking about that I think that we all want, we all long for. It, it, it's what we want. It's um, it, it it has that ability to to kind of rise you up in the morning and get you out of that bed. Um, I've been finding that lately more. I have um, that 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 kind of that fight that that motivation in you to 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 keep going forward. You know, so um, keep pushing through them boundaries. Keep keep piercing through them little um them little unknowns and places that you never thought you would have and, and the places that you, you thought you never should. So, uh, yeah, I think I think the sea has been a massive healer for me with that. Um, like Wim says, if you let the cold in, it will heal you. Um, I don't know if you know the story of Wim Hof in, and, and his wife. Um, his wife died and, and the idea of how he used cold water to heal himself. Uh, I think it's a tremendous story and it's, it's one of them stories that um, if you discover something and you find the power in it, 
that you have the ability to pass on to other people. Uh, Wim is a great example, I think, of someone that, that didn't hold it, didn't keep it. You know, he, uh, he spread that power he did and, and he passed it on to many different people. Um, another situation that's going on that I want to make sure that I bring up is they are trying to... Um, they're, 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 in in Tala here, um, we have a development, uh, a development. You sound like it's a, like a, an apartment here, but um, there's a there's a place called the Hellfire Club in, in Tala, okay, and um, it's up on um, Kiltipper Hill. Let me find, just make sure I have all the, the yeah. Sorry, Mount Pelia, um, So there's a place here in Tala called the Hellfire Club, and it's uh, it's up on Mount Pelia Hill. Um, I think if, if you're from around this area, you've definitely been there. You've heard the stories of it. Um, so the story of this is this is an old hunting lodge. So um, and there, there's a there's a, a a tomb on the back of it as well. So a Celtic tomb as well. So a burial tomb who that was found um, and it was recently activated. Um, so this 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 hill is 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 special beyond the time of the building of this house. Now, there's a fascinating um, house on the top of it that's built that is called the Hellfire Club. Um, it's said that it was built by the stones of, of the tomb that was there, um, which meant every bit of it was cursed. Now, um, some people, they, they, the history of this whole area down to, down to Massey's Woods and, and down to all of this is, is fascinating. It, it's an absolute, probably one of the best places that we find that. Um, I, I remember putting a post up before saying, I have conquered many mountains upon this mountain. Because um, and it's a true saying because the amount of times that I've gone through there with with um, maybe opponents in my head or um, maybe not physical opponents but mental opponents and and I've gone through them so I've ended up conquering a lot of stuff going through that mountain finding the answers um, if you must while I've been up there now going up there it wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been expecting to find the answers but. When I come back down, um, I didn't even know that I would have found them, but the clear mind was able to help me. But this has already been approved by onboard Panola, so there's not a lot of people that get to, get to make the, the Ununa say in there. I really do uh, feel that a few people shouldn't be able to make the decision on the future of this um, of this area. Um, it's so beautiful. It's, an, it's a beautiful area. It doesn't need anything um, to change it. If there was anything to be put into this, it should be an improvement on the roads and the improvement in enhancing what's already there. So maybe the paths. Um, but there is a, uh, there's a, there's, there's a, um, the marker is down to, to, to put a recreational centre up there um, to, to, to build a, a sky bridge from one side to the other side. Now, we know it sounds really, really great, but this area is is not an area, I think, that uh, that in, in my generation, I have seen from a kid, I can see this um, this, this creepy house from my uh, from my, my, my bedroom window. It's right on the top of the mountain. Um, I don't think that this is, is, I don't think something that needs to be to be disturbed because we don't have a lot of places where we get to, we get to pull back now and go back in, in time and, and just be able to, as I said, conquer some mountains going through that mountain because uh, there's many paths, there's many views there. I really don't think the improvement needs to do uh, needs to be to be put into this area regarding um, the change in the for profit to, to put 300,000 people through here a year. Um, I don't agree with it and I will be standing against it. Um, I will be uh, voicing my opinion to, to oppose it um, and, and hopefully it's something that in... In a hundred or two hundred years, that it stays the way it is, and 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 as all the madness under it is moving and, and building and going, that we 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 have a place that we can go back to, and we, we can stay in a, in a in a in a place that sometimes it's just nice to go back to and um, and go away from the noise, you know. Choose which noise you which you wish to hear, um, because it's let's face it, 
it's strange times upon us. Uh, the the world is the world is sick at the moment. I think uh, the world is ill at the moment. Then there's a lot of good going on. There's a lot of bad going on, and there's a lot of mixed um good and bad going on. Um, there's a lot of good people um out there fighting for 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 many different situations that we think um that are that are important to people. Um, and I just want to I just want people to to remember to to to. This, to stay together, believe in each other, believe in that human, that human connection, that human kind, um, that I very rarely meet uh, bad people or, or, or rude, evil people. Now, let me tell you, there's no doubt that in the world, the last little while, we've seen some evil things come to the, to the, to the surface that if somebody had said to us a long time ago that this was actually going on, we would have thought, we would have we would have put them in that category of a uh, conspiracy theories, if you must so. I heard something really, really good the other day. Um, a, a really, really wise woman posted this. Um, and and every now and again, you know, when you're flying through Facebook or social media or something like that, and you have that um, you have that moment where you see something. It reminds me of like uh, why I actually even bother to stay there because it, it's a mean place now. It's a very, very mean place, and it's it's it, it is full of people that can. That can can say things with that that wouldn't stand by that maybe in a in 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 a face to face situation and and anybody that does stand by it and and say some stuff and then stick by it like I respect you I I do believe in the idea of the discussion being out there and people being able to 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 have conversations to be able to understand where people are at but there's some conversations that are starting to creep up that I definitely will. Will be stomping out or, or staying away from because um I really do think the idea of making a decision for your own mental health and your own um well being is really really important. No matter how strong sometimes you might think somebody is or or um they may appear. Just take that little second sometimes to realize that they we are all human. Everyone is human, you know, and um and we live in a place that's that's a little bit more difficult to get on that maybe it was before. Um now saying that difficult um when i'm talking about difficulties been reading a little bit of history uh, lately and i have to say I, I picked up one book and it's a it's an incredible book really really uh, well written and the the idea of a lot of quotes from from the time and when it was written which is it which is something i love because it's actually what's being said and when you listen to them stuff sometimes you can compare it to now so uh, we can learn a lot from my history as they say um but when we talk about the times now that we're in, and, and, and it's like, it, it appears that they, everything is so bad now, that, that the whole world is, it's, um, as I said, it's, it's sick, it's ill, there's some um, there's some goodness and there's some badness, and sometimes it's being mixed together, and it's, it's kind of hard to know where we're all at, where we're thinking. But reading some of the history that um, I, I've been reading, mankind has been through some some terrible situations like situations that when we talk about like say the COVID-19 and, and what has just passed with the pandemic and uh, when you do see the comparison with some of the situations I've been reading regarding them um, regarding the famine and, and, and the diseases that were around that and them um, and so even some of the laws of the land back at that time that that people had to kind of um submit to to, to survive um there's a story in one of the books that I'm reading and um, a woman is walking, uh, she walk, he describes that she walks out of the mist, out of the fog, and that she hands her baby to the family, and that she drops dead. Um, you can imagine the will in a human being to be able to to keep going forward and keep pushing through the the, 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 the feelings in your body of hunger and, 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 and quit, and quit as well, because any one of us has, has been put in situations, we know that there's, 
that, that, that voice comes very easy, it comes very soon. Um, if you're an athlete or um, a runner or, or something like that, you, you get to feel it a lot of the time. So you get to talk to that wall if you must. But uh, even though it does maybe, well, maybe the point what I'm trying to get at here is even though it does uh, feel like the world is, is, is in a bad, bad place at the moment, um, we have been in really, really bad places before. Um, humankind has come through some some absolutely catastrophic situations and 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 sometimes it has come through better um on the other side uh, different laws um more rights uh better civil rights for people and and a better spread of the wealth at times um that gives me hope that gives me that little bit of hope sometimes to see when when you see the badness that maybe it's the it's the it's the I won't say the calm before the storm. Maybe it's the eye of the storm at the moment. But when that passes, then there's there's that clear on the other side. But it's important that we keep ourselves sane during that and that we make sure that you are looking after yourself. You're looking after other people. You're looking after um, your own mind and your, your well-being. Um, it's very important to give yourself time because if you don't love yourself and you don't put time into yourself, you're going to find it very hard to love and put time into other people. Before I went on there... Um, they, they, that, that, that powerful lady, as I said, that, that, that wrote this up, but will always write you a message, will always be one of them people that I'm saying that, that does look after and does look out for people um, and doesn't do it for, I don't know, for, 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 for likes or views and does it for us, they, they actually care. Um, they posted something the other day and I found it fascinating. I'd never heard this before. I'd never even seen it um, before, but um, sometimes I said that social media thing, when you find that one thing, it can click and it can grab you um, and, and it makes you realise that, Maybe there is a there is a few gems in there, but um, this is an incredible story. It's um, it's the story of um, Jean Leon Grom, right? Now I probably butchered that, but I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> in the year 1896, bearing the title "The Truth Coming Out of the Fountain." There's so many different stories in this. I think in this in this painting and in this in the way this is described that um. Take this, go away and have a little thought about it and, 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 and do some thinking. Do some thinking about what your own view of it is and stuff like that because I, I thought it was brilliant. To think that something like this was wrote in, in, um, in the 19th century is, is amazing. I love this stuff. So here it goes. The truth and the lie met one day. The lie said to the truth, it's a marvellous day today. The truth looked up to the sky and saw it for the day was really beautiful. They spent a lot of time together, ultimately arriving beside a well. The lie said to the truth, the water is very nice, let's take a bath together. The truth, once again suspicious, tested the water and discovered that it was indeed very nice. They undressed and started bathing. Suddenly the lie came out of the water, put on the clothes of the truth and ran away. The furious truth came out of the well and ran everywhere to find the lie and get her clothes back. The world, seeing the naked truth, turned its gaze away with contempt and rage. The poor truth returned to the well, then disappeared forever, hiding therein its shame. Since then, the lie travels around the world, dresses the truth, while the naked truth stays hidden. How amazing is that? We hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, this week I've been doing a lot of mindfulness and a lot of um, kind of um, searching in my head. And I've been watching a lot, not being um, kind of interacting with the world as much as I think um, I would normally. And uh, it's been great for me. So if you do find yourself out there where um, you need to talk to somebody or you need to have a chat, or maybe you do find yourself in that confusion because um, I would find myself as a strong mind. And, and, and lately I've been 
sometimes I just I just want to close the curtains and I just I just don't want to uh, don't want to participate in anymore. Um, give me a message, throw me a message, and hopefully I can give you some tips on to be able to to keep that head up because um, find someone that's willing to listen. That's a, I think that's an a, a, an important thing because um, sometimes you can open out to somebody and maybe that's not the person that's willing to listen. Find somebody that's willing to listen. Um, hope you enjoyed that episode and you got something from it. Look after yourself. Thank you.